Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bonnie Trash is a cool, arresting new rock duo consisting of twin sisters Emma and Sarah B.V. Based in their hometown of Guelph, Ontario, the B.V. sisters also play in a psych rock band called The Folk, which is currently on hiatus so that the pair can concentrate on the darker pop of Bonnie Trash. Featuring distorted guitars, synthetic percussion, and impassioned vocals, Bonnie Trash is a compelling live band about to release their first EP called Ezzelini's Dead. The song you hear behind me is from the EP. It's called True Love, Eat Me, which, as I say this now to you, I realize it might be one reason why we ended up talking so much about cannibalism during this conversation. I was not expecting that. At the end of this interview, we're actually going to premiere a a whole new song from Ezzelini's Dead. It's called Sleepless Sheep, so stay where you are and you'll hear that. Sponsored by The Bookshelf, Pizza Trocadero, and Planet Bean Coffee, here's me with Bonnie Trash on Creative Control. So, first of all, because people who are listening may not know who each of you are, and you're sisters, right? Yes. So, that can get confusing for me, even, because you're sisters. You're not twins or something, are you? I should we know are. this. Are you actually twin sisters? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, it's going to be confusing. I can tell you apart. Yeah. yeah. Different haircuts, different stuff going on. Anyway. Cool. Let's each of you introduce each other or something. No, you know, each of you introduce yourselves. Selves, yeah. That's right. So, why don't we start with you? I am Serafina Troy Bortolone Vitor, and I play drums and sing in Bonnie Trash. Okay, and and you? <laughs> I am Amalia Vosh Bortolone Vitor, and I play guitar in Bonnie Trash. Now these are interesting. Thank you, Emma and Serafina. Thank you for being here. 
Thank uh, you. Being Thanks. on the show. Now, th- those are very interesting names. <laughs> Why do you have so many names? Well, you know, our parents were, well, it's not you now, let me tell you. So our parents, I guess, uh, are yuppies. I mean, they're baby boomers, but they were yuppies in like the early 90s, right? So uh, I guess they wanted it to be kind of cool, our names, and I guess they just made them really long. Yeah. Uh, So Serafina, though, is apparently a warrior, a female warrior's name. So that's why they named me that. From which uh, culture? I'm actually not sure, and I should know this. Yeah, well, it's your name. I don't want to tell you your business, but you might want to know what. You're right, yeah. My name means great. Great or big. Really? Whoa. Yeah, Vishal, my full name is Get out. great or big, apparently. Yeah. Wow, well, you are good tall. You're, yeah, you see, you're tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I recently came upon a, a definition. If you Google it, I believe the definition is spacious. Wow. So really? I was told great or big, but it actually just means spacious. roomy. Spacious. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So oh my I, my, it was a bad day that day. I shouldn't oh. have Googled myself. But uh, <laughs> right. anyway, anyway, yeah. So that's okay. So that's yeah. interesting. That's yeah. Sort of, and what about you, Emma? You got a long name there. Uh, yeah. Um, Amalia is the name of a witch in Italy, like an old witch. Um, like so. a mythological witch or like an actual witch? I think it was just this town witch. <laughs> that existed and it was its own <laughs> myth. So I felt one of those town witches. Yeah. Those, yeah, those town witches always getting you. Um, yeah, and then they gave me Vosh, which is from uh, TNG. Yeah, TNG. Yeah, the Next Generation Star Trek. Star oh, yeah. Trek. You guys, do you have Star Trek in your name? Yes, Troy. Troy is my middle name. Okay, so you're. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> kind of fun and kind of nerdy, right? I, I guess so, yeah. Now, your parents are obviously the Star Trek fans. They, they're the ones who named you. Have you watched that show, The Next Generation? Like, have you yes. gone to figure out your lineage <laughs> yeah. by watching TNG? <laughs> we have. And what do you make of the show? I, I think Deanna Troy is really cool. Sarah gets to have the character that recurs all the time. But my character, I find, is like the sassy archaeologist that just kind of shows up has like random memories and relations relationships with John Luke Picard, which is cool. <laughs> you know, like that's sexy man, Patrick Stewart. He's is that his name? Patrick Stewart? Yeah, that's yeah, his name, Stewart. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's cool I guy. blanked on his name for a second. Yeah. Cool guy. That's and plus what's better than being a sassy archaeologist? I've I never, know, right? Is that the name was that what the character was? A sassy archaeologist? <laughs> she was, she yeah. was a sassy okay. archaeologist. Yeah. I never watched TNG. <laughs> I only watched the first iteration of Star Trek. Oh really? Up. It's the best one. Do you actually think that? Cause I, I don't know. Oh. Well, I mean, I think it is because uh, the set is so bad that it makes the storylines yeah. better. It yeah. does. Yeah, you have to true. focus on the people. That's right. And not the whatever. And the yeah, it was it was canceled. The show yeah. was canceled. That's really? True. The first so one was like, canceled. it's infamous. Like, yeah, Star Trek was going to be done. And then it's just a wave of people brought it, like interest brought it back. A wave of nerds. A wave of nerds. You can't discount the nerd wave. Are you two nerds? Uh-huh. Nerds in in different ways. What's the definition say. of a nerd? Yeah, well, what is, is there, it? Okay, is there some particular uh, subcultural, I don't know, expression that you are fixated upon and know everything about? Emma, do you have something like that? I've been fixated upon a few things, but not to like a huge degree that a lot of other uh, nerds have been fixated on. But yes, I've definitely watched Buffy many times. That's a good show. 
great show. The whole you show? Know? You watched the whole show? Oh, the whole, yeah. Yeah, it's whole good. Series. That's a great show. It's great. It's, yeah. That, I think, was a turning point in uh, overground nerd, like nerd culture and overground. Because I was like, initially, hmm. uh, I didn't want to watch that show because it didn't necessarily, like, I didn't, the movie, did you, did you see the movie? Oh, yeah. The original, yeah. OG. With uh, Kirsty Swanson, is that her name? Is, that, <laughs> is it her name? I, I think that's her name. Wow. I'm, for some reason, I'm tired and I can't own my pop culture. Is it not, might be Kirsty Swanson. I, I think that's her name. Anyway, yeah. she's, and Luke Perry, I think, is in the No yeah. way. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Donald Sutherland. Yes, that's yeah, right. No, anyway, yeah. so the movie was kind of this cheesy novelty movie, and then they turned the show into it. And I was, I'm not interested in that genre, I guess. Right, yeah. Smart show. Beautifully written show. Really good characters. Blew my mind. I was like, oh, it's funny. Like, it was actually entertaining. Yeah. Beyond the nerdiness, which is key, right? Yes, I agree. So that's why you, so you like Buffy. I like Buffy. Okay. Yeah. And Serafina, do you have a thing? Are you nerdy well, about anything? I mean, not really, not particularly. I'm not fixated on one specific thing or get obsessive about one specific thing. But, um, I mean, I guess we all really like food. Like, I absolutely love food, so. That's not nerdy. Yeah. That's not nerdy. Is that just being a human? It's just being hungry. Why yeah. did you think, why would, yeah, why would you think that the, the sustenance that carries us forward would be the object of ridicule or... Or nerdiness, that seems just natural to like food. It's not even yeah, I a guess you're right. Yeah, it really isn't, yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I really don't have anything um, overly obsessive or something that I've really obsessed over. I guess uh, my obsession would be uh, music. That's fair. Is che- yeah, yeah is cool. it cheesy? Yeah, no, that's cool. Music and art, I love it, yeah. Well, I, it before time. we get to music yeah. and art, go back to food. Okay, yes. When you say you're obsessive or fixated on mm-hmm. food, what kinds of food do you like? Well, uh... I think one of my favorite foods, and Emma's gonna just go absolutely crazy here. Um, I love tacos, Vish. Anything, anything that has to do <laughs> with tacos. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Emma's She's laughing at tacos. I've been talking day. about tacos all day. Oh, so. today? Yeah, literally all day. What's your deal with tacos? I don't know. We're like, going to a taco I, joint tonight. Yeah, we're gonna go to Hamilton. Emma bought a, an analog board from a pal, and uh, and there's a really great place called the Mule uh-huh. there. So I'm, you know, I'm really. I'm all about the tacos there. So what do you, do you do something special with your tacos? What do you do? I just want to know, because I have a thing I used to do, and I think I ripped it off of like a Taco Bell commercial. I totally did something like that too, man. Where you take the soft tortilla shell, and you layer it with guacamole. Okay. You make everything yourself, right? You take the tortilla shells, you make the guacamole, and then you take the crispy shell, and you you envelope the crispy shell with the soft shell, and it sticks to it because of the guac. (laughs) <laughs> and then you layer your toppings inside, and then you get the crunchy. First of all, it's less messy, contains the hard shell and all the stuff because it's not going to go anywhere, right? It's, it's captured, and then it's delicious. You get that soft and crunchy sensation. I think it's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. I You've agree. never done this? I have done this, but I have not done this at the Mule. Oh. I think I'm oh, going to okay. specifically ask, though, Oh, can you today, do I don't know if you I can. do this at home. Okay. I don't do this. I, I, I don't know if you could. I've never special requested a soft, <laughs> hard taco. Yeah. But I think Taco Bell, I don't keep talking about Taco it's Bell. It's fine, yeah. But I think they used to have a commercial where they were like, it's amazing, it's both things, and yeah. I'm very susceptible to advertising. Like, I'm very yeah. gullible in that way. And I just started doing well, Usually, wow. to my credit, we take it and we do it ourselves. Okay. We don't go to Taco Bell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 You do it upright. Yeah, we yeah. do it our, our, <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. So you are just a normal taco person. That's basically it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a normal taco person. Right, okay, yeah. all right. And what about you, food? Do you got a food thing, Emma? Uh, I don't have food obsessions. You, uh, do you make food? I do, yeah. You both I, do. I make yeah. a lot of food. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I'm going to make risotto tomorrow because I Whoa, found nice. mushrooms on sale. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, Oh, you're Italian. You must yeah. make... Is it a stereotype? Do people expect you to make particularly good food? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Is yeah. it annoying? And then, yeah, yeah. and when you mess kind up, you of. think, oh, crap. Yeah. Whole, I, really, I really screwed the pooch on this. <laughs> you let the whole country yeah. down yeah. and yeah, the whole yeah. culture. Like, I pooched this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Go. And somebody will say, oh, this is really great. And when, they, when they're eating it, you're just thinking in your head, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> just being nice. Yeah, exactly. I like a good... Portobello mushroom parmesan risotto. It's yes. just great. That's oh, so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Okay, so food. But you were saying, Serafina, music. Yes, absolutely. Art. So what are your musical obsessions? I think lately my musical obsession has has been with the Melvins. I'm having sort of a resurgence oh. with the Melvins. But also... Um, uh, the new sort of super group, Crystal Fairy, has kind of been on repeat. Crystal uh, Fairy? Yeah. Well, who's in that super group? So it's the Melvins and then the singer from The Butcherettes. It's like oh. very, very new. So I've been sort of obsessed with that over the past few days. Um, but I guess maybe my, my big obsession forever has always been like Sabbath, but like early Sabbath. Okay, so, you know, volume one to volume four, everything after that, I really don't care about. Right. But those are albums I can play over and over. You're again. an Aussie person. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, but again, like Man. obsessive from vo- volume one to four. Right. Yeah. Y- only those. Okay. Only those. Yeah. You don't want to give Dio a chance. No. Okay. Poor no. Dio. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, wow. Dio. Yeah. Did you get to see Sabbath on one of their last? Uh, they, they just wrapped it up. They're done. Yeah, I'm sad. I didn't get to see them, but I'm kind of glad that I didn't, too. Do you kind of know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, if if I could be there in the 70s and go and see them, you know, during the volume four times, then I would be very happy, but I wasn't, so that's Are you a hardcore, like, Bill Ward fan, where you're like, if he's not going to be there, I'm not going? I'm not going. No, it's fine. He he could be there, he couldn't be there. I'd be all right with that. (laughs) That's that's fascinating to me, because I think that if... I I am uh, particular about the players... Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I've never seen the Who, uh, because Keith Moon would have died uh, well before I was of age to go see the Who, and then, and then I could have maybe should have gone to see them before John Entwistle died. But now I just weirdly have no interest in going. To, I've just they're yeah. one of my favorite bands, but I've never gone to see them. And I'm I've heard it's a great show with all the replacement people, but I am particular about the people. Yes. And in your with Sabbath Love, you mostly had the people. Absolutely. Still weren't compelled to go. Yeah. So it's not about the people; it's about the timing. Yeah, I think so. It was. It's the time. It's the. It's the decade. I. I would never see them in in 2016 or 17. No, Man. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it, I'm sorry is it because of the performance. I yeah, is it? I. I think it's that I'd want to see. I would want to see Ozzy in 1979. That's it. I want to see. I want to see him then. Put yourself in yeah. their position, though. Okay. okay. Imagine someone wrote you off. Yeah. After, because you reached a certain age or whatever, wouldn't you feel badly that that someone would just like, no, I would much rather have had a taco that Serafina made me when she was 25. Now that she's 65, what is she? She's wrapping a soft taco in a hard taco. It's it's horrible. I don't want to see that. What happened? Yes. What if Sarah. that happened to you? You're yeah. a- absolutely right. I'm being kind of harsh. Yeah. I really am. No, you're like completely I'm right. Just I'm saying, being honest. Yeah. I just, as I get older, I hear this from people like, oh, yeah. I wish I'd seen, but you're not, you yeah. can't get that, right? And if it's the real people, at least, it's not some facsimile. Yeah. Then I mean, those people, I find, I saw the Jesus lizard when they reunited and reformed. What did they call it? David Yao from the band referred to it as reanimating. They wow. reanimated the band. 
And uh, that band had also, uh, in their initial run, had lost their drummer towards the end, and then were just kind of carrying on for contractual reasons. But their drummer was amazing, Mac McNeely. Anyway, they reanimated with the original lineup, and I'd seen them back in the day. I thought they were better in really? 2009. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. Like you, as you get older, you actually are better at stuff because you've been doing it longer and you know not to freak out about certain things. So I just think Black Sabbath, I think you made a big mistake. I think I did. You should have went to see Black Sabbath. You're right. And now it's over. I know, it's done now, right? <laughs> I can't I can't go, I can't go back, but I will say um because I am so skeptical uh, we did have a family friend or a friend of ours who did go to see Black Sabbath. Um, one of her old teachers in Hamilton, or, or yes, yeah. in Hamilton, he came into the cafe and was like, "Oh, just wanted to let you know I saw Sabbath and it was awful." And I was like, oh, "That right. <laughs> I'm sorry, you Sorry, you were, no, you no. were just smiling, yeah. and then I yeah. said, "Yeah, no, I, I can. I did hear." Okay, <laughs> having said everything I just said, yeah. I, I heard really mixed reviews of the Sabbath shows. I was worried. Yeah, I, yeah. I was Mark, worried. Mark went. Did he go? Yeah. He, oh, I had no idea. Mark from the folk. He went and. Uh, What's the did, folk? The folk was our, our is our project that is on hiatus at the moment. But we had released an album. You're both in this other band, the folk, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so Mark, uh, the other guitarist, he had gone to Black Sabbath. Uh, yeah, and he gave a poor review. Just saying. Just wow. Saying. See, yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to wonder why uh, yeah, I didn't no, want to go. But did he say? No, did he go. say in his review it was terrible? They're old, or no. did he just say it's terrible? They don't know what they're doing. No, he said there is it. Not that they don't know what they're doing or that they're old. It was that Tony Iommi played really well, and then Ozzy's voice was gone. Yeah, completely. I heard that about. I heard that about that show. That you know your voice is you can't. He just had a bad voice that night. Maybe. Yeah. You know, these things happen. Okay. It's fine. These things definitely happen. That's well put. Yeah. What about you? I mean, you got a band that you... Sh- I, I think Serafina went with the Melvins and Sabbath. Yeah, right now. <laughs> right yeah. now. And what about you? Do you have a fixation? Uh, I have a few musical fixations, but if we're going... Are we going the music route? Where were we going? Are we going the band route? Or oh, I don't know. We were just... I'm just following the progression here. We were okay. just spending so much time talking about how old and terrible Black Sabbath <laughs> became. Oh, my so, gosh. And yeah. the Melvins. And, and no, I'm just curious because uh, it, might, it, might, it might inform where we go with this conversation in terms of Bonnie Trash. Like, sure. What are you up to? Okay. What are you listening to? I'm kind of going on a Nirvana um, kick once more. In particular, in utero, I think I just want to dissect... Um, the Steve Albini recording process that everybody else has done, but I haven't done that yet and right. posted it on Gear Sluts. Um, <laughs> what an awful name to change the website name. Uh, I don't you know. You get a lot of information on Gear Sluts. You can, but it's, uh, yeah, okay. You're off put by the word gear? Yes, Vish. Yeah, yeah no, gear. I, I understand. Yeah, such an that offensive is a weird, term. That is weird. Yeah. 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 Anyways, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I've just been doing that or listening to a lot of Vineyardro and. That um, is their. That's one of my favorite and most formative records. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Nero is just, it's so good. And the sound of it, I didn't, when I first heard that record, it was when it came out, I guess, 1993. And I was, I remember distinctly putting it on a on a tape deck or whatever. And uh, the sound of the record, like I didn't know that much about Steve at the time. I'd vaguely heard of Big, that sounds like I'm bragging. I would have only been 16. I think I probably had vaguely heard of Big Black, right. which was his band, but I didn't know anything about him as an engineer and anyway the sound of like 
serve the servants when that record kicks it's nuts oh my gosh even yeah. just like the count in is like why is there so much echo and room sound on that and then the whole <laughs> record is just the sound was such a big part of that record that uh anyway have you heard steve on this show talking about in utero no i haven't that what? was like one of the first uh, episodes of this show is like the first time he really i think one of the my understanding is it's one of the first times he really opened up about making i okay so i've Gotten, I'm a big fan of Steve's bands, and I'm a fan of his work as an engineer, I suppose, uh, d- depending on who he's working with, I right. guess. But yeah. um, I have interviewed him a few times before he was initially on, on this show, and I never, ever once, uh, other than in an introduction saying, and he's made a record with Nirvana and Will Oldham. Like, I just mentioned Nirvana, but I never asked him questions about it because I think for a long time that's all people associated Steve with, Right. right. So I kind of, and he did so many other interesting things, and Shellac, his band, is one of my favorite all-time bands. But I made a point when they announced the, um, I guess at the time it would have been the 20th anniversary of In Utero, or 20, yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay. 90, yeah, it was in 2013. Right. So yeah, it came out in 93. Uh, I made a point of asking, hey, do you want to talk about In Utero? So we did, and it's very extensive. It's like an hour and a half of just him spilling the beans on on what it was like to make in utero and uh, it was very late at night i'm not at my best that's fine i'm sputtering a little bit because i'm just he's also just making these revelations about one of the key ones actually was that he actually encountered kurt when kurt was a kid and didn't realize it until like kurt came to a big black show and he realized in retrospect that it was Kurt because of a very specific. I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil the episode for you because okay, I, I think you should check it out. But he just realized well after the fact that, oh yeah, that kid that I interacted with was actually Kurt. So um, wow. Anyway, that record is massive for me too, and I'm. And you should check out the. Uh, have you heard the remix, remastered, thing from that time? Because they I haven't. they changed the record completely i was just talking to my friend brian about this uh, this week yeah chris novoselic de- determined that uh, if we're going to do this if we're going to remix and remaster let's just make it sort of new so if you listen to the original one and a b it with what they did in in whatever 2012 2013 you'll hear guitar parts that you never heard before you'll hear like backup vocals or whatever like you'll just hear little things that you were like oh like your ear will pick them up if you know the record is like I've been listening to that record for 30 years or whatever it's been, right? Yeah. Um, so, or 25 years, whatever it's been. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that can't be right. Yeah, anyway, I've been, listen- yeah. I've been listening to that. No, that can't be right. 23 years. 20, I've been listening to that record a long time. Yeah, yeah that's cr- kind of crazy. Wow, yeah. Anyway, wow. remarkable uh, record. And I'm, I'm glad uh, that you're checking out. Because you, do you have a, Emma, you're like a, something of an engineer, right? I, I guess so. I, I, I've been dabbling a lot lately. I'd like to become better at it, but I guess in time and persistence, you will become better at it. Um, yes, I do engineering, and I've been uh, doing a, recording our tracks for mixing for our EP. Right. So it's been a whirlwind of um, just delving into random songs or albums through the past few months and trying to see how I can create tracks to make things sound almost like this amalgamation of the tracks that I've been listening to from other bands. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's been In Utero. It's been Savages. Like I love Gemma Thompson's guitar work. Right. Um, I had this obsession in December with just Dirt by um, uh, Iggy Pop. Right. And, and 
just the guitar riff of Rebel Rebel. Um, it's a fun David one. Bowie. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, but just that guitar riff and and it never stops, does it? It doesn't stop, and it's played really interestingly. It's not. I found I found that for the longest time, I always loved that song, but I couldn't play it with the right um, tonal harmony per se and yeah I finally figured out how to do that so I was kind of obsessed with just the riff just the riff <laughs> I feel like yeah. it only stops during the bridge right doesn't it just go throughout the entire song yeah I, I really think it does I, it's I, throughout the verse uh, the maybe the there's that that breakdown before it goes into the chorus it's like a little bridge yeah 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 it's just constant like I you remember tuck it then yeah 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 what they know and then back into back it. into it yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's good well that's cool that's I, I didn't know that now you I've been in Guelph like 20 years we keep talking about years and how long I've been doing stuff I'm sorry <laughs> but well, I've been here 20 years uh, for me on some level you're relatively new the area i started noticing you a few years ago i think how long you've been in guelph we're we've actually been in guelph our whole lives (laughs) really and you know what i'm gonna blow your mind a little bit we used to be in this all-girl punk band called red rosary Uh and i'm pretty sure you uh picked us and were on the panel for (laughs) battle Battle of the bands Bands back at at ross in like 2009 oh wow was that like a hillside (laughs) yeah hillside oh wow okay wow i was i did i did that once i remember doing that i think that was us oh wow yeah because that's how i i knew who you were i was like who is this guy oh my god oh yeah i used to work at cbc at the time yeah 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 yeah. okay wow i didn't know that yeah oh no it's totally cool i'm trying to this is embarrassing what was the band like uh, I mean, we were kind of like a metal, alt-rock, alt-punk sort of band. Um, no, by I that s- time, we were pretty... Uh, I guess we were kind of pop, poppy... Rock and roll. Pop rock. But it like when weird. we first started out, it was just <laughs> like... Yeah, it was kind of weird. Eh? We were listening to our old tracks a little while ago. But when we were like, I don't know, 14, we recorded um, an entire uh, instrumental record, like 12 tracks. Uh, in grade eight, and I was playing drums, and Emma oh. was on guitar, and one of our other pals were on, were on guitar, and then all throughout high school, it kind of, it went from like kind of super metal, like me on the drums, Emma playing guitar, to like me being like, I think I can kind of sing, and yeah. being like, let's try this out. And then I was like, I'm gonna get a microcord because I, I was like, screw classical piano, which I still I love piano, but. For me, after having so many classical lessons, I was like, yeah, I get it. I want to write my own songs. Now. Right, you sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got a microcorg. I was like, all right, maybe I can sing. Started doing that. And, uh, and then we put uh, an all-female group together with our friends Emma and Dana. And uh, we started playing Slightly then, coming. It's sort of coming back to me now. Yeah, I a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah. We, that's how I discovered no, you. No, that's yeah. pretty yeah, amazing, yeah. actually. That's yeah, a weird connection. Wild? I didn't even know. Yeah. So the well, the key, one of the key things there is, I guess, you've always... So were you born and raised in Guelph? Yeah. Born and raised. Our family's really? yeah. been here for over 100 years. I'm going to give you, like, the spiel I give to, like, everyone. Guelph is known so. for having a very vibrant and... And uh, relatively large Italian community, right? Yeah, this is right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's where sort of our last name, Bordalone Vitor. There are a lot of Bordalones here. There are many Vitors. Um, there's uh, a very large population of um, immigrants from Treviso, the province of Treviso, where our well, family is Veneto from. Veneto now. Yeah, it is Veneto now. They Veneto. changed the name. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Big change. Oh, they're always changing the names. They yeah. are, yeah. I, and it's confusing. I, right? Yeah. And the regions are kind of like, they're like, okay, now it's this. And then a few years later, it's like, okay, now we're actually, it's actually called this. Right. Like, what's going on? Um, it's like Bombay became Mumbai again. Yeah. But my parents still call it Bombay. It's like the, wow. they, they refuse to acknowledge that the Sky Dome is the Rogers Center. It's the same thing. <laughs> they're just wow. like, no, it's still the Sky Dome. It's yeah. Bombay. It's still Bombay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's the British Imperialist <laughs> name. Why would you not want your own? They're like, whatever, Bombay. That's what it was. <laughs> well, I mean, if you live with it long enough, that's what it's always going to be, I yeah. guess. Right. That's why I yeah. call it the Skydome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. so you've been here 100 years. Yeah, over well, yeah, <laughs> some, over 100 years. Our, our Scottish side. So we're three quarters Italian, a quarter Scottish. Uh, our Scottish roots have been here for over 100 years. Okay. And uh, and some of our Italian immigrants uh, or immigrant family uh, moved out to Cape Breton. They kind of made their way to Guelph, and uh, other parts of our family just came straight to straight to Guelph. So this actually ties in nicely with our EP that we're releasing. Right, right. It's called Ezzelini's Dead. And Ezzelini was a uh, was known as a medieval tyrant in the town of San Zanone, uh, where our family is from. And uh, he, is, his full name is Ezzelini de Romano. Ezzelino de Romano. Thank you, thank you. Ezzelino? Um, yeah, Ezzelino. Ezzelino de Romano? De Romano, yeah, okay. it's just the second. So, yeah, okay, yeah. right. So uh, what's kind of fascinating um, uh, between sort of the parallels of Guelph and San Zanone is that uh, Guelph, a lot of people are like, oh, it's an English, it's a, it's a Welsh term. Um, in my mind, it's actually uh, an Italian term. I thought it was too, yeah. Yeah, and, and Guelph actually um, is, it means a medieval royal collective in Italian. Oh. And Ezzelino, his family, the Ezzelini, they are actually derivatives of a medieval royal collective called the Guelph Lydians oh. in Italy. So, is that is what's the Italian pronunciation of Guelph? Is that right? It's is Guelph. It, it's yeah. Guelph. It's right? Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guelph. Yeah. I've heard many people make fun of Guelph. Really? Well, just the name. Like, uh, there's name. an episode of the Late Show with David Letterman where he, like, at the beginning of each show, he would talk to the crowd off camera, and then when he came back, he might make some allusion to it and then he would he I remember one night he specifically said you know it's I guess it's at least I forget what the reference was it was something like at least yeah. you're not in Guelph he just enjoyed saying <laughs> it and oddly enough uh, Steve Albini uh, the only time shellac I've ever played Toronto I think in reference to me because he knew me vaguely introduced the night by saying good evening Guelph <laughs> no way yeah so like just be, and I think it's because it's just a fun word for some people to say Guelph it's Guelph. a weird name yeah you know, it is it yeah. doesn't really roll off the tongue elegantly at all yeah 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 but you're back to the medieval tyranny because right. oh, I don't yeah. see how we can escape <laughs> yes. that I mean yeah. why are you so fascinated by this well I, I've been very fascinated uh, for for a long time um on, I've been sort of fixated on cannibalism. I'm not a cannibal oh myself. Oh my god! I know this oh explains goodness, your food right? food obsession yeah, earlier. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, I just I find it uh, so fascinating that another human could eat uh, another human sure, being. Sure. First and foremost, um, and also uh, this this sort of 
the idea of consumption and the idea of um, consumption in in the sense that you know we're talking to each other we're we're doing this right now we're kind of consuming each other. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said what the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In, in a sense that we're... Um, we're talking, we're conversing, we're sharing thoughts. So I'm yeah. consuming, you know, your your thoughts, what you have to say, and vice versa. Scarier when you put it that way, but yeah, a little sure. Bit, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I hear where you're coming from. So that's sort of um, that's what I've been sort of fascinated with in terms of sort of a, a communication uh, theory sense. Okay. Um, and uh, and also sort of this this um, this medieval family, of course, the Ezzelini being cannibal and this myth of of them you know picking peasants off the street and and eating them and in the town of San Zanone there's a there's a rather large tower called uh, it's the tower of Azzolini and uh, beside that tower is uh, the church of Maria and our Nona's name is Maria and she has many stories about um, that family and that church and um, the fact that there are a lot of tunnels underneath that city. And, you know, as she's sort of describing this to me, I kind of go, wow, this is really interesting because Guelph is known to have tunnels underneath our city That's as right. well. Guelph is the sister city. I don't know why it's called sister city or province of Treviso. It's something so, to do with Queen Victoria, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. She, yeah. like, she suggested that both cities were cousins or sisters and I think dubbed us the royal city. Do, am I? I'm. I'm fudging this. Maybe. I no, think no, I, no, no. You're absolutely right. right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, right. you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. She served as some kind of diplomat between the two regions for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. What the deal was. Okay. Yeah. So we're learning more about the city than I thought we were going to learn. Yeah, it's I cool. Didn't know. It's fun. So you're obviously that's that's actually amazing. Like so many artists who live in a city uh, just live in the city, but you're actually fully immersed in the history. And your own family lineage. That's really fascinating. And yet you've dubbed the the, the, the band Bonnie Trash. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I, you know what we I was starting to play this like four string guitar a few years ago. It's just a telly. I took some the middle strings off and I was playing it and whatever and I was starting to play uh Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash and I was like, man. Bonnie Trash, like if Johnny Cash, oh. you know, was here in, in you know the teens of the two thousands, maybe his name would be I Bonnie didn't Trash. Connect so that at all? Yeah, so that's how that kind of. I'm kinda, such an idiot. No, no, you're no, not, no, 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 not yeah. at all. No, uh, I saw Johnny Cash. 
Get oh, man. No, come <laughs> on. You're Guys, killing me here. I'm very old. I, uh, no, 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 I saw him in 96 at Massey Hall, my first show at Massey Hall. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah, so, yeah it was amazing. Uh, he was just, anyway, he was just getting kind of ill at the time. Uh, oh. Had announced he was ill, but was still doing some shows. Anyway, yeah. or no, he hadn't yet announced that he was ill, but I saw him struggling a little bit. Anyway, Jeez. fantastic show still. And wow. hero of mine uh, since oh. I was a little kid. So anyway... I didn't know. See, now we have a connection. There yeah, you there you go. Bonnie yeah. Trash. Bonnie okay. Trash. John now the Cash. sound of the, the of this particular because you you've been playing. So we talked about Red Rosary. Yeah. Yes. The folk is the folk, what? The yeah. folk is what kind of band? Like a psych rock band. Right. Yeah. 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 Psych. I wrote a lot of like well a lot of pop stuff, a lot of ballads. Emma played a lot of guitar. We it's wrote not a lot shoegaze of songs psych. It's more so Beatles That's psych. A band. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It had an upbeat quality to it. And yeah. 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 But we're darker in nature. Bonnie my Trash. sister and I. Yeah. A little bit oh, darker than the rest of the folk. Yeah. I. That's yeah. And like I I love playing in that band. I loved it but uh just needed to take a break from it and i really uh for myself i wanted to just write um you know the songs and the kind of music that we're writing together right now and i just kind of wanted to do something just with with emma just with my sister yeah the configuration and, yeah. is emma what do you play in this just in, guitars just you play guitar yeah. and you're playing i'm i'm singing and uh, i'm playing the octopad right now i had that did you have the one i yeah we bought dude the i one totally got rented. the one yeah. i rented that <laughs> yeah. octopad and then you told me you ended up buying that's yeah. weird we have connections here yeah okay yeah. so you bought the octopad that i rented for a few weeks yeah that's right and yeah. so you're playing it's a it's like a drum machine basically it's awesome yeah, yeah. like i i mean i play you know a kit i can play a kit i was wasn't this like, like last year i did this I yeah, so, yeah dude it was last year around yeah. this time man how did Girls you Rock to, Camp. how did you know i had it though they told me they're like pretty sure like vish just had this last week and i was like i don't know if you can like you know why would they tell this. you that i don't know yeah i was a little confused why would they assume uh, you knew who i was i have no idea uh, that's no really idea. odd yeah, yeah it really is yeah and i was like all right that's cool <laughs> yeah, i was like gonna get this octopad <laughs> now, yeah. sorry i marked it up yeah i didn't okay. really know what i was doing with it i needed it for a show sorry i didn't know what i was doing with it at first it was okay. I still, I was amalgamating it with a uh, an acoustic kit. Cool. And I was trying to figure it out because we would play like a Frank Ocean song or something, and I had to oh, okay, every cool. once in a while I wouldn't hit the real snare drum. I'd yeah. hit that one, and I eight oh eight. I Sorry. think so. I might have changed. I don't remember. I have them all written down. If I ever have to borrow it, maybe I'll borrow it from you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm a crash, you. crash course in trying to program the thing. Anyway, so Octopad and what was the other thing? Vocals. Vocals. Right. Absolutely. It's an odd, kind of an odd configuration. It, a bit. Yeah, it yeah. it it kind of is. It's it's been working for us. Like Emma's been recording all of her guitar tracks, which has been taking like liter literally months. Which is good though. Like we're but we're both crazy because we're both <laughs> kind of perfectionists, and we've recorded in the past, but we've we just really want to make this really really great and and really really good. So. Um, and I think it's, it's amazing that you've taken that time, and I think it really, really shows. Like yeah. I'm really, really proud of you. I think the guitar, the guitars sound absolutely amazing. Me, I'm just chilling on the drums. I don't need to put too much. Yeah, I don't need to put too much engineering thought into this EP at the current point in time. Maybe in terms of like mixing and arranging, but um, it really falls on Emma because I went up to Montreal and recorded vocals with uh, Pat Gregoire of Pat Oh Jordache. yeah, 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 right. 
at hotel. Yeah, great guy. Love Pat. And uh, and I was like, you know what? I can oh, at the Hotel this. de Tango? Yeah. yeah. nice. And I was like, I could I could record vocals myself, but I was like, I- I'd love Pat to do it. Yeah. You know, it, it gets me out of my element. And, uh, and I became, you know, so not like, not frustrated, but I hit a wall where I was like, it's it's time to go to someone. It's time to go to Pat. Let's just bang these out. And they turned out absolutely wonderfully. Nice. And uh, so he engineered my vocals. We're actually going to go up uh, April 3rd and 4th. We're going to mix with Pat for for one day. And then Ryan Morey at, uh, at Hotel is going to uh, master the EP. <laughs> All right. So it's, yeah. <laughs> at Gray Market in the basement yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, uh, I want to touch upon a couple. Th- First of all, that that Octopad uh, has lots of neat little tricks. Yes. So you're using it as a drum machine, but you can actually create textures with it, right? Is that because yes. when I saw you guys, it was a very full sound. It wasn't. There was a lot going on for two people. I was really impressed by that. Oh wow. Yeah, I thought so. What do you? Do you, do you, do you it seems like you're putting a lot of layers into what you're doing. Is that all you, Emma, or is that the uh, machine? I think it's both. Yeah. yeah. Sarah had a vocal effects processor oh just maybe that's what it was voice yeah and then i use my i use a few loops here and there just and those, to build it up and those drum presets you can actually get a fairly big huge sound <laughs> huge sound i love those <laughs> yeah i'm like what it's is great. this you don't have to put a kid in your back in the back of your vehicle you yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Great. it's pretty neat it's always in tune yeah we can travel <laughs> we travel so minimally and so lightly for for gigs uh because of that octopad um i think at first i had to really adapt to being being able to sort of go from a kit onto an octopad i was hitting that octopad really hard like because i do on a kit right i was like I can't be doing that to this. Yeah, yeah, thing. you don't need to. Yeah, yeah. But it so. is actually quite sensitive to, like, yeah. you can do little rolls and stuff with your one hand if you're, if you're on it. Like, it, it's it kind of behaves like a regular drum if Absolutely. you have the right preset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, we've talked about medieval tyranny, cannibalism, and tacos, uh, <laughs> and uh, other stuff. But uh, you made an allusion to the fact that you two have darker impulses, uh, at least compared to we were talking about the folk, I guess. Where does that come from? I mean, we've talked about Sabbath, the Melvins. They they skew towards darkness. In utero is actually a pretty... uh, It's not a harsh record, but it's a dark record. Uh, And there's a lot of introspection. And uh, I think in retrospect, there might have been some prescience there about where things were headed for uh, Kurt Cobain. But uh, in any case, why? Why so dark? You seem like happy people. I'm very happy. I absolutely life. Life's stuff. awesome. Yeah, we we really have. I think. I mean, in terms of musical uh, acts and artists that I like, I mean, Joy Division, right? The Breeders, the Pixies. Okay, Kim Gordon. Come on, like how awesome, right? That's really... You know. But I think. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, over and above, you know, the reference to to musical acts or the influence of music. Music hasn't necessarily influenced me ever in terms of writing a song. I will be honest with that. Like when I'm writing at my best, I'm not listening to music because I don't necessarily want to um, mimic an- anybody. I don't. I don't care to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what has created our songs or our sound that we've been doing right now or that we've been creating right now and why it's so dark is our relationship. Um, uh, with each other as like best friends, uh, as twin sisters, and we've also yeah. been through like a lot together. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, we have been through. Uh, we've right. been through yeah, a lot right. together. 
You know, I don't know if we want to go too personal, but yeah, we've we've helped each other, uh, you know, through life and 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 living and literally saving each other's lives at certain points. And I I don't want to be purient. Oh, that's cool. Can you talk a little bit what you're referring to there? Or Uh, I get sick a lot, so I don't produce cortisol. uh, So I guess through moments in my life, if somebody has the stomach flu, they have the stomach flu for 24 hours. But if I have the stomach flu, it's get to the hospital or you're not going to be around. Yeah. You have um, an autoimmune thing? Yeah. So oh. it's, it's about ba- balancing electrolytes and getting I see. Um, rehydrated. So I guess when I was younger and even nowadays, it's there's a huge reliance on who you're living with. And for the most part, it's Sarah to kind of act as your support in that way. Um, and I guess that played a toll on you, Sarah, as a kid. Um, Big time. There was some trauma. I was in and out of hospitals a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Scares. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, I mean, you should. Well, and and at the time, the knowledge of that specific um, disorder wasn't necessarily prevalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Um, don't, I don't know. So you would go to the hospital and like, I got the flu. (laughs) You don't understand. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess that would have been an element of fear for you, Sarah. Huge, huge. Um, Uh, Growing up and seeing not only your best friend, but then your sister, your twin sister. Your twin sister, yeah. You know, and she's in the hospital and she's white and she's gone. And she literally looks like she's just going to float away at any point in time. And you're, you know, you're six years old, you're seven, you're eight, you're nine, Mm -hmm. you're 10. You know, you're 14, you're 15. And for a few years, you didn't, you weren't, you didn't <laughs> get good. sick. It was like, okay, <laughs> this is awesome, you know. And then uh, last year, you were in the hospital. This year, she was in the hospital. We canceled uh, a gig. Uh, sorry, guys, but also not sorry. We had to, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. health comes first. And uh, so, you know, year after year, especially in the winter, it's kind of, um, we're kind of like rolling the dice, you know, we're rolling the, the die die it's like oh man you know is is she gonna get sick this winter uh it also for us too it's um it's kind of tough for us to even tour during the winter because we like emma can't get sick you know it's it's that literally i had no idea about it i didn't know this first time we're talking about this to be completely honest and i think it's really an appropriate time to as well on your on your show so yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know is that why why is it an appropriate time to talk about this on my show well i don't know you you've uh, you've created a very comfortable oh, atmosphere. Right. You're a great person to talk to, so it's very spacious. easy to talk about. Spacious. Yeah, you're spacious. This is a spacious it's space. Spacious space. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe space, right? Right. So, right. Um, I think this came out because um, we're comfortable to talk about oh, it. And I, I'm glad I Emma know. said something too. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that, and uh, to be honest, I mean, I can see why uh, you would have this balance of darkness and, and optimism <laughs> at the same time because you have to have hope when you're dealing with something like this I can, I can only imagine right I mean oh, yeah. yeah. do you have it kind of under control like or yeah, it's sort of unpredictable but it's under control as you age or as I've been aging I've noticed um, changes where I never noticed changes before so I guess it's a sign of getting old or oh, okay. you need to lift weights because you could know, <laughs> get osteoporosis like, yeah you know what I should do right, that right right so it's just maintenance um but yeah, it's under control. Okay, it's good, good, good. good. <laughs> now we've talked about a myriad, uh, myriad things here, but I, I, I didn't really. We talked about Guelph a little bit, um, but I've had some people on from Guelph recently, and I've just talked about the the feeling in the city, the general mood, 
among people living here right now, politically, socially, again, optimistic people, dark impulses. What is your read of Guelph right now? Is it feeling like a nice place to be? It's, I, I've felt as though I'm teetering as to whether I think it's really awesome or it might not necessarily be so awesome in the future, but who knows, maybe it'll even be better because of um, housing prices prices and a, an, a fluctuation or an influx of more people coming in, Yeah, um, which is great if we want to get more things done as a city. What I've noticed from a musical perspective is it's the same crew of people who are putting on shows, participating in the arts community, um, and trying to get that going. Now, what I'm wondering is with this growth of people, will our ability to put on more events or stronger events grow, or will it be halted? And that's where I'm wondering based off of where our city is at right now. Is there some development in that regard? Like you say, it's from seeing the same people doing the same things and not seeing an influx of new people. Like all the new people that are coming to town maybe don't know to contribute that way or aren't interested in contributing. Is that how you're mostly seeing that manifest itself or is it because you've seen festivals look weaker or what what do you mean? I guess what I'm trying to say is um, there is a set crew of arts goers and arts doers in Guelph. I might be a bit biased because I'm going to events where I have the same sort of... You're one of those people. I am, and we have the same sort of standard deviation of age groups that are going. What I'm wondering is, with this growth of a city, will will our ability to do more as an arts group, um, will that grow? Or will Will it stagnate? Or will it stagnate? Will we be able to put on more drama festivals? Will there be more availability like there is in Toronto or even Mm. Montreal? Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto also being hit by some of those same issues, though. Yeah, absolutely. On, yeah. A, on a major scale. I mean, people are fleeing the city because of the housing. Yeah, and, and I Rent mean... Rent or sale, yeah. Exactly, yeah. and even here, I, I think part of s- the darkness in mine and Sarah's relationship is the fact that we live together all the time, too, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, you kind of eat each other in the same way. Consume, I believe, you is yeah. the word. Yeah, consume each other, consume each other. Like, like cannibals, like, yeah. Yeah. like cannibals who can't get a taco. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Where is it going with this? <laughs> right. Uh, so thinking about moving out, right, mm-hmm. is it would be amazing. But when I think about um, just or if I look moving at out of costs, town or moving away from your sister, away from Sarah, but staying in Guelph. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I, I don't think I could feasibly hmm. flourish or even save money while living alone. It, it's kind of nuts how that's yeah, happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Interesting. So uh, so that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad you said something about that because uh, I think that's something to be really aware of when you're living in a town like ours. We're mm-hmm. a city that's so close to Toronto that people from or who work there will with their – they make more money mm-hmm. or they have property in that city and they sell it to come to our town. And then uh, it creates this um, domino effect. I'm not trying to blame Toronto specifically, but – because the city should be regulating these things, I would oh, think, hugely. as well. But um, we have a – the market will dictate what happens kind of establishment right now, and that's not really that healthy uh, okay. no. because mm-hmm. it's not really taking a lot of people into consideration when they just look at it as a black-and-white equation, bottom-line issue or something. 
So anyway, I appreciate you speaking up. I don't have a solution mm-hmm. for your problem. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I don't even right know what to, if it's a problem. Or it's a problem. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it is a problem. I mean, we haven't had a sustainable, uh, accessible arts and culture venue yes. in this city. Accessible physically, uh, financially. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have a great music venue for a city that thrives on being a music city. We don't have a solid music venue. That's um, true. So there's some problems. Yeah. But at the same time, it's heartening for someone like me who's been here. Long- and again, I'm sorry I didn't know you were here the whole time. Oh, oh that's, that's okay. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's- we lived in Toronto for a bit. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yes, we, we traveled did, yeah. around and we oh, came back. Okay. Yeah. But, they, yeah. but I will say that uh, it's natural. Like, you're far younger than me. So in a way, you just popped up. Like, I see you working downtown, Emma. <laughs> yeah. or uh, Seraphine, I don't even know. I guess it's just for music stuff I've seen you around, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, Have you ever worked yeah. in town? Yeah, I actually I uh, worked at uh, at Planet Bean for a while. Oh, okay. Um, I'm back uh, back there now as a barista. I'm saving for school. I have oh, okay. like three jobs downtown? right now. Yeah, downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, part-time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, well, okay. I left for about a year because, you know, I have my two other jobs that I'm doing right now, and now I have to save some money because I'm right. going back to school, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, good for you. So, yeah, thank Where are you, you. going? Uh, Conestoga. Oh, Okay. Yeah. It's a college. So, yeah, the college. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, learn a trade yeah. of some kind. Well, I wish, I mean, I'm uh, I'm going to go in, I don't mind like talking about this, I'm going <laughs> to go in for the integrated marketing communications Oh, course, yeah, you've so. been doing that stuff lately, right? Yeah. More market, social media marketing stuff? Yeah. yeah, and I like that as, a, as uh, obviously, I'd love to be playing uh, music and, and doing art all the time, but I also like the balance between doing that and and having you know time for for art and for music and uh, i find that when i when i was sort of jobless and you know uh, being very laissez faire and being a vagabond which was great for a really long time oh my gosh how wonderful was that yeah. the music that i produced sucked right. and it's because i had nothing to write about right so and when i find that i cram so much in my day and i'm you know super super busy that's when i'm writing more yeah, yeah. that's when i get more um, creative juices flowing that's when i i have more life experience that i can actually sort of write you know write down and write into songs so for me being busy is is a good thing it's healthy ha- for your art absolutely yeah. okay yeah. good so yeah. the ep uh what's it called again ezzelini's dead is that right yeah okay should you say it right that time ezzelini's dead. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I'm ezzelini's a, dead yeah. ezzelini's dead and we we yeah. got the context so when will it be out June 2nd on F-Pop. F-Pop. Yeah, you can't say the word. No. Right, yeah, so it's just F-Pop. You could on this... It's a pod. It's fine that we don't, because if we air this on the radio, I don't have to edit anything. Yeah, but there it's, you go. It's F-Word Pop. That's exactly And that's it. your thing? That's yes. our. That's our thing. It's yeah. like an umbrella organization label type thing. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. And what else? Who else is on F Pop? Fun is. But what's fun? I saw fun. You're the best. I love this. That's I went. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Did you see the website? I saw the website. It so scared me a little bit. It, it said fun. fun, and I clicked on it, and then I was like, "That's not fun," and I yeah. had to go away. <laughs> I didn't like it. I yeah, saw disturbing yeah. images of just yeah. like clowns or yeah. whatever. I find. Oh. I saw a poster for a clown. This is great. So that show poster is actually, um, we produced a (laughs) one-act play back in the fall featuring our friend uh, Justin Miller, who is a drag queen called Pearl Harbor. Oh, okay, okay. She's going to star in one of our videos. It was a clown, though, wasn't it? It was a clown? Was it a clown? She kind of looks like a clown. I 
just saw it briefly and then you guys showed up and I was like, ah, I just went from that to you guys actually being in front of me. So, sorry. Anyway, okay. That's just a vague way for us to put all of our fun posters on the, like. Right, right, right. So it's fword pop dot ca for more information about Bonnie Trash and the EPs. And my understanding is we're actually going to play, this is like, you said June. If all goes well, I can actually, we can, right now, can we play a song from sure. the EP? Absolutely. These are, these are demos. Yeah, so this rough. is Unmixed, Unmastered, and we also have our release show on June 9th at the E-Bar. Oh, cool. With Alpha Strategy, Bile Sister, and Wolf Cow. Wolf Cow. Wolf Cow. Yes. Wolf Cow. Wolf or Wilf? Wolf. Wolf Cow. Yeah. The Wolf thing is coming back, I see. Yeah. Yay. It yeah. kind of went away and now it's back. Now it's here. And Wolves now it's, always seem to come back. Yeah, and then it's now it's part of a cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, well, good. That's great. Uh, what song are we going out on? Which song do you want to play for people right now? Let's play Sleepless Sheep. Yeah, let's do that. Sleepless Sheep, why? Um, well, I'm particularly satisfied with the unmixed hullabaloo that I gave you. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a, just so people understand the the final version might change a little bit. Oh, this yeah. is a very raw, no, it's not that raw. It's just not, what is it not? You're saying it's not mixed? It's not completely mixed. It's kind mm-hmm. of mixed. It's just not. It's mastered in Lander too. It's not, so. it's not, not quite the best. It's not mastered. Are you sure you want to do, I, I don't want to make. Oh no, you go right let's ahead. Let's just do it. Let's play yeah, Sleep Machine. Of course, Machine. why not? Okay. Kid me, yeah. I've been obsessing over this for, too long. Let's okay, get it let's just let's, yeah. let's let it out there and see what people think. Okay, this is Sleepless Sheep by Bonnie Trash. Uh, Emma, Serafina, thank you so much for being on the show. Best of luck with everything. And hey, thanks, Vish. I hope we talk again soon. Thank you very much, Fish.
there you go. Brand new music by Bonnie Trash. No one has ever heard that before, so I hope you enjoyed it. It's called Sleepless Sheep. That is from their new EP, Azzalini's Dead, which will be out very soon. You got the sneak peek there. So thanks again to Emma and Sarah for being on the show to talk about Bonnie Trash and uh, and providing me with a song. Go see Bonnie Trash wherever you can. Please. Please. This is the 308th episode of Creative Control with Vishkana, and it's available on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and other places as well. More information about the show can be found at uh, vishkana.com. You can also go to patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep the podcast going. And we have some treats for you. If uh, you so desire, let me know. Send me a note if you'd like a treat, like a t-shirt or something, and I'll send it to you for donating, uh, uh, pledging. That would be great. You can find us on Facebook uh, and also on Twitter, at Vish Creative. I'm at Vish Khanna. Please follow us. And you can listen to a version of the show every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time uh, around the world at CFRU.ca or if you're in the area at CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph. Uh, this episode would not be possible without our sponsors, the finest pizzeria in Guelph, Pizza Trocadero, whom you can call for pickup or delivery at 519-829-2444 or check them out at trocaderoguelph.ca. Also, The Bookshelf, which is an independently owned bookstore, bar, music venue, movie theater, and restaurant located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Learn more about them at bookshelf.ca. And for the finest coffee anywhere, try Planet Bean, freshly roasted, fair trade, certified organic coffee. They have three cafes in Guelph and also distribute their coffee beans throughout Ontario. For more information, visit planetbeancoffee.com. All right, that is it for me. I will talk to you soon. Goodbye for now. Don't eat each other. Cannibalism. Why did that come up? It's mortifying. Don't. Please. Unless you're in the Andes on a ski trip gone wrong or whatever. The soccer trip? What, what was that movie? Alive? Oh, man. Don't eat one another. Okay, bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.